0: and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
1: You may may wonder why God would get on something like that, like you are able. Why, Why would he get on that and stay on that? It's because what it does, I can tell you the first time you say you are able, it's not there. I'm still looking at my stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm still looking at this, this pile of stuff over here. And I'm saying, God, you're able. Then next time, you're able. And then, then it, it begins, your head begins to come up. Then it's, you're able. And then, it, then you just keep saying it until, it until it connects to your spirit. And then you end up with all that stuff is back here. And your head is lifted up. And it, becomes, and it becomes a reality. Because yes. when you first start, and I, I know when you first start, it's not a reality in you that He is able. My stuff is too big. But when we keep pressing it, we're pressing it past ourself, we're past, pressing it past our mind, yes. we're pressing it past all that other junk yes. into the spirit realm our eyes begin to come open and see that he really is able. That's when you get connected to the to the that's when you've connected to God. That's the place where he says all things are possible, Pastor Tim. That's the place where they become possible. They're not possible as long as I'm looking at my junk they're possible whenever i have turned and my focus is on him that's when they become possible that's why that's why when we get on something like that he won't let us quit because he's turning he's turning everybody's perspective he's turning them He showed me the other day there are two words that I hear, that whenever I hear, they, both of those words take me on a little journey. Y'all ever have words like that? One of them is encounter. I hear the word encounter, there's one thing that comes to my mind every time. And it deals with that movie, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. But I take it to God. Encounter. When I I hear encounter, I hear close encounter of the Holy Ghost kind. With the third person of the Trinity. That's an up close and personal encounter. Because in that movie, if y'all ever watched it, The close encounter of the third kind is where they stood face to face with those alien, whatever you want to call them. But that's what, what a close, what an encounter, when I think of that, that's what I think of right there. An encounter is an up close and personal. I'm standing up close and personal to Jesus. That's what, Repeating something like that does. It put moves us from over here in our mess. And it turns us to Him. To where we're standing looking at Him. And when we do that. All things are possible. The other word that, that carries me on a little journey. Is the word perception. Perception. Because God told me one time, he says, our perception of him determines how far we will go with him. I, I've got to see God right if I'm going to go very far with him. And It all goes back to where I'm looking at, where my focus is. If my focus is on this pile of junk, My perception is not right toward God because my perception is on this instead of him. All of this, repeating that phrase over and over and over, that he is able, it turns. My perception begins to change until I turn and look at him. And then my perception is, this stuff don't matter no more because I'm standing in the face of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords Jehovah God Almighty the one who was and is and is to come your perception changes so so we can take that word perception and just ask ourselves if we're willing to ask ourselves and go there why, what am I not seeing in you, God, for this to keep happening? Simple. My perception of you has got to be twisted somehow because this keeps manifesting in my life, and it shouldn't be there. So my perception is twisted. And He'll show us what's caused us our perception to be twisted. The title of this word today is revival. When I was growing up, revival meant a scheduled meeting, either one or two weeks, with an outside evangelist coming in, and you went to church every night. That was revival. That was my perception of revival. Revival. Nothing wrong with those things. It stirs people up. But I'm going to widen your view of revival. I'm going to change your perception. Revival, the definition of revival is the awakening or quickening of God's people to their true nature and purpose. That's real, you're right, Elder Center. That is a real good definition. I'll read it again. Revival means the awakening or quickening of God's people to their true nature and purpose. Quickening, so I looked up the word quickening then, means to bring to life. It means to bring to life. That's what quickening means to restore to a former flourishing condition. i heard a man many years ago well it was richard white for the y'all that know him he made a statement one day and it changed my whole view of how i see the bible he, he made the statement i can't remember exactly how he worded it but basically what god is trying to do to us through jesus is to restore us back to the relationship that Adam had when they walked in the garden. That was a perfect relationship. That's what the purpose of Jesus was, to restore us back to that. And I view, I view lots of things from that perspective now. That's what God wants. You can even view your finances from that perspective all of their needs were met they lacked nothing in the garden they walked with God hallelujah so let's see we're talking about man walking with God well let's look at Matthew chapter 1 i have already, this, this scripture had already been in me. And then it came up in prayer the other day. Some, I think it was Sister Julie that brought it out. This has been stirring in me for a while because there's, there's a lot to what I'm fixing to tell you. And I don't even know the half of it, of the meaning of it. Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. It says, Behold, A virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Adam walked with God in the garden. Jesus came. His name is Emmanuel, which means God with us. He walks with us. Still walking with us. Even though man was kicked out of the garden. God moved him out. God found a way. That he could still walk with us. Because he walked with man in the garden. Once man was outside the garden. He didn't walk with man. He come and visited man. Man but God made a way that he could come back and walk with us every day. So the title of this word is revival. Jesus is a revivalist. He's a revivalist. He brings the dead to life. He restores back to a flourishing condition. He is revival. Jesus is revival. Revival brings a revolution. Do you know that? Revival brings a revolution. It brings a revolution in the religious realm because it's confronting the religious realm, but it also brings a revolution in here. Y'all get that? It brings a revolution in here the junk that doesn't line up with Jesus begins to go to war with him. But he's stronger than the junk. So he wins if we allow him to win. We allow him to win. Revolution brings repentance. Repentance brings restoration. Hallelujah. So, revival is not a one or two week scheduled meeting. Revival is a lifestyle, Elder Sandra. It's a lifestyle. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 51. we know this is the story of Goliath but we never we rarely ever go this far in it verse 51 it says therefore David ran this is after he had hit Goliath with the stone and killed him David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheath therefore and slew him and cut off his head therewith And the Philistines saw that their champion was dead and fled. Verse 52. And the men of Israel and of Judah arose and shouted and pursued the Philistines. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David brought revival back into the Israelites' camp because they were afraid. When David showed up, they were all afraid because Goliath was challenging them. They were afraid, but here comes David. David full of God. David revived. David stayed revived, and he shows up with revival. And he defeats the enemy. And it revives the Israelites. It revived them. Those that were running scared, all of a sudden, they're ready to fight now. They're ready to fight. But what had changed? Goliath had, I don't know what, he had three or four brothers. So they still had three or four giants to deal with. But because David brought revival into the camp, David reestablished what his God could do. They rose up. Revival stirred them up. Revival stirred them up to where they pursued their enemy and won. It restored their faith back into God. That's what revival does. It restores us back. Today. Will know there's a God in he did. He sure did. He declared what God was going to do. Everything Jesus did was revival. Everything. Because it pointed people back to God. Mark 11 15. Verse 15, Mark chapter 11, verse 15. You got it up there. It says, And they came to Jerusalem, and Jesus went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. Let's go to the next one. And would not suffer that any man should carry any vessel through the temple into the next one. And he taught, saying unto them, Is it not written, My house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer? Yeah. He brought revival in, back into the temple when he walked in. It pointed people back to God. It pointed people. It caused the fear of God to come back into the temple. There was no fear of God in that temple at that time. Not if they're in there buying and selling, and which they wasn't supposed to be doing, but they were doing it anyway. There's no fear of God in that. So even the ones, the money changers, was confronted With the reality of Jehovah God Almighty. They were confronted with revival. What about Matthew 22, verse 15? This is when they were trying to catch Jesus about paying taxes. Jesus used every opportunity he had that presented itself to point people back to God. It says, When the Philistines, the Pharisees, then went the Pharisees and took counsel how they might entangle him in his talk. And they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true and teachest the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. Tell us, therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why tempt ye me, you hypocrites? Show me the tribute money. And they brought unto him a penny. And he saith unto them, Whose is this image and subscription? And they said unto him, Caesar's. Then said he unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. Even in paying taxes, Jesus says, You owe God something. You give God what's due Him. You give God what's due Him. He brought revival right there in the midst of that. That's revival. Revival is when we point people to Jesus. It's not a... It's not... And they're fine. We we may have one one day. A, A scheduled set of meetings and then revival comes to town and revival leaves revival is a lifestyle of pointing people to Jesus that's what revival is John 3:16 we all know this scripture let's look at it John chapter 3 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Jesus was sent to revive the whole world. Not just our little section here in it, Not just the the Israelites, God's people, he was sent to revive the whole world. Hallelujah. Colossians 2, 9, 10 tells us that in Jesus dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. The next verse is, and you are complete in him. When we have Jesus, we are complete. We are complete. We have what we need. We have what we need when we go out. We have what we need when we go to Walmart. We have what we need when we go to a restaurant. We have what we need to spread revival. We have what we need to point somebody to Jesus. Revival is in me. It's not something that comes to town. It is in me. Revival is in me. The miracles Jesus did were revival. When Jesus healed the lame man, it pointed people back to God. When he healed the withered hand, it pointed to God. He raised the girl from the dead, it pointed to God. When he interrupted a funeral, it pointed to God. <laughs> when he fed 5,000, it pointed to God. He sent a man fishing to pay to pay their taxes. It pointed to God. I've never caught a fish with a coin in its mouth. It pointed to God. That's revival. Everything when we point to God, it's revival. In Acts, you know, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost in the upper room. And they came down, and Peter preached. He preached to the very ones that crucified Jesus, he had been revived. He had been revived in the upper room, Miss Sue. Fear left him. That's what revival does. Fear wipes that, pushes that stuff to the side. Fear left him, and he stood up, said, These are not drunk as you suppose. They're, they're filled with the Holy Ghost. And you crucified Jesus, and 3,000 were saved. That's revival. See, last Sunday, last Sunday, we stayed, we were here till 2 (laughs) o'clock. Miss Sue, we were here till 2 o'clock last Sunday. I preached my word after everybody went home. (laughs) Not everybody, but there were still quite a few that had stayed. I said, Well, if you're going to stay, I'm fixing. I'm no fixing preach the, la- the spirit of laughter came in you know and I said it that day I'll tell you what I said in just a minute but Proverbs 17 22 says a merry heart does good like a medicine laughter when the Holy Ghost comes in and the laughter comes in it's not just to make us feel good and give us goosebumps that's, that's all fine and that's good all by itself but there's more that happens than that God always has more you can't give in to that laughter and have pride I'm just saying because it you can't give into that laughter and have fear pride's got to go fear's got to go but it even goes more than that because I said that day there were revelations being released there were revelations being released see when we get into the presence of God and we just yield to him like that, it does, it brings healing and revelations come forth. I told him, says, revelations are being released. He says, you may not get it right now, but there are going to be things that you're going to know that you didn't know. You wonder where it come from. This is where it come from. You look back it's that's happening when the holy ghost comes on people like that there's healing takes place depression leaves anxiety leaves hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah That's revival. That in itself is a picture of revival. When the Holy Ghost takes over. You see, the devil always has a counterfeit. It's okay for people to get drunk and cut up in the natural. Laugh and roll around on the floor, look silly, wake up with a hangover. All that is is a counterfeit for the presence of God, minus the hangover. Let's look at Romans chapter 8, verse 11. says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dw- dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead sh- shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. There's that word quicken again. It quickens us. The spirit of God revives us. It revives us. It revives us. See, in Philippians, it tells us that God gave Jesus a name that is above every name. Above every name. Jesus' name is above every name. That means that my finances can be revived. Because Jesus is above poverty. Jesus is above lack. My relationships can be revived. Because Jesus is above strife. My talk can be revived. There's all kinds of talk we talk negative stuff and we can do some worse talk than that <laughs> we can well y'all know where we what we can do there so i won't go there but our talk can be revived just like i was talking earlier as long as we're looking at our junk our talk is about our junk When we turn and look at God, our talk becomes about Him. That's revival. My talk is being revived. To where I declare life. God's word is so powerful. He told me one day, he says, sometimes people are declaring life over stuff that, that I didn't, that I won't stay dead. That's how powerful God's word is. That we, we can go around declaring life over stuff that God doesn't want, to, want it to be revived. He wants you to leave it alone until He tells you to, for sure. Our walk can be revived. What is our walk? Our destiny. We think our destiny, we can't... God's called me to do this, but I can't do that. That can be revived in the will of God. Our worth can be revived. That's a big one right there. Thinking that we're not worthy. That was addressed in prayer this morning, I think, by Pastor Dana. That if we've been saved and we've got Jesus living inside of us, we're worthy already to share Jesus with somebody. But the devil will attack attack us and say, you don't know enough. You don't know enough to tell them about Jesus. Your dead family members can be revived. Bible tells us that it says that you and your household You and your household. We've got to lift our vision. Lift our vision. You and your household can be saved. It didn't say you and your household, the one that that doesn't cuss and swear and drink and party. We excluded those. You those that act halfway normal. You and that part of your household. It says you and your household. Period. God's not afraid of all of that stuff. Revival is in me. I found this on Facebook this morning says, until you change your thinking, you will always recycle your experiences. If you have some cycle that's repeating itself, there's something wrong in the way that we think. But revival is in me. I'm not waiting for revival to come. It's in me. That's what we got to get. It's in me. Revival is in me. Revival is in me. I'm going to invite y'all to come down. We're going to pray. Till we get this. Revival is in me. I'm not waiting for revival to come up on me revival is in me it's in me it's in me revival is in me i've been i've i've my perception is is changing as i teach Think we'll, we pray for revival to come revival come revival come revival come revival come it's here it's here it's right here it's in me I want to see revival I got to release revival I got to release the life of God And it's not that I have to release some big prophetic word. All you've got to do is be led by the Holy Ghost. And if he tells you to buy somebody's dinner and say, well, God told me to do this for you. You just released revival because you pointed them to Jesus, that he would meet their need. I've done that. I was sitting up there when J.B.'s was up here on the highway. I went in there to get a, a burger. A lady come in, ordered, or fixing an to order, and before she ordered, God said, buy hers. I didn't have a clue as to how, what? I could have said, oh, God, I don't know about this. I don't know how many people she's fixing to feed. She may be feeding 40 people. Right. I, could, I could have went there, but it's like, no, whatever you say, God. So when she got ready to pay, I stepped up and says supposed to do this for you. Jesus wanted me to do this for you. And got to talk to her a minute. She had someone in the hospital. It's that simple. But we make it difficult. We make it difficult. I do. I'll make it real difficult. I'll make it so difficult I won't do it. (laughs) 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 I'll complicate it up one side and down the other. Yes, exactly. We'll talk ourselves right out of it. Well, it must not have been God. But it's it's like whenever I did that, they were feeding like three or four people. You know, God knows.
0: Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed. In Jesus' name.